Welcome back, everybody. You are listening to Why Not Talk About It, the comedy podcast where we talk about a bunch of random shit. Like controversial stuff. Yeah, controversial mysteries, random things that we're interested in. Yeah. Uh, Who are you? Whatever. Yeah. I'm Ashley. <laughs> and I'm Lee. And today we are going to continue our lovely conversation from last week uh, about... We were, last week we were talking about... Um, doomsday and prepping and all that stuff and we ran out of time but I wanted to talk about minimalism so I'm going to just talk about minimalism in general and just what it is and I'm also going to tie it into kind of a minimalist prepper in a way yeah okay right okay <clears throat> so Lee I'm going to start by asking you what do you think of when you think of minimalism burn all your shit is that it? That I mean, if it's a race to be who could be the most minimal. But that's literally the opposite of what no, it is. No, I think it's the sort of the, I don't know what to call it, a lifestyle, but possibly a lifestyle that to which one tries to keep things around them, material things that only serve a purpose or do something for them and not just surround yourself with a whole bunch of trinkets and things that you don't, that don't really enhance your life. Yeah. So to speak. Exactly. So minimalism is, disclaimer, it is different for everyone. You can be a minimalist who, I mean, there are people who are extreme who don't even have furniture. And then there are people who are still like, you know, have hobbies and, and are collectors of items, but they still live a minimalist lifestyle. Okay. So it really does have a wide range and you can fit in there any way you There's want. There's not one right way to do it. Yeah, okay. exactly. So Besides have a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, basically, don't be a hoarder. Yeah. So Those are maximalists. Pretty much the, the main no-no. <laughs> don't be a hoarder. Don't do that. <laughs> For various reasons. Exactly. So, minimalism to me is pretty much what you said. It's, it's a lifestyle where you... And I'm not going to be spouting out a bunch of Marie Kondo crap at you. I'm oh, just, please don't. I'm just saying, like, she does have some Who's good... Marie Kondo? The KonMari method. Have you heard of that? Okay. No. So basically, Marie Kondo, it's a, it's a, she's a lady who's a, I don't know her exact title, but she's... Life coach. No, she, well, she's a, orga, a professional organizer and uh, okay. a minimalist, I guess, consultant, you could call her. Okay. Um, but she basically has a, a whole framework of of how to kind of enter into the world of minimalism okay. so I'm not going to list off all her things but she does have some good points so <clears throat> looking at your just kind of take inventory of all of your things Done. if you live in a studio apartment it will be easy if you live in a mansion you've got a lot more work to do you, you gotta have, go upstairs you have more rooms to enter you have garages you have all the things so the point is, is that you look at each of your items. You, first of all, when you're going room by room, you want to just take everything out and like put it in front of you. So for instance, if you're going through your clothes, you want to literally take out all your clothes. I mean, this is... So get insanely disorganized? 
yeah. in the hopes. Yeah. So the so and this is kind of one of the extreme things, okay. but it's a good place to start to really like see everything you have in front of you. And when you see a giant pile of clothes yeah, and got shoes and, and stuff shit that hide a bunch of stuff all over on top of your bed, you mm-hmm. see the mound of stuff you have. So I think that's the point is to really visualize like what you have. Mm-hmm. And then going through that, creating th- you know what three different piles: the keep pile, the maybe pile, well, okay, maybe four piles, the get rid of pile, and then the like donate pile. We'll or just like, put those into the get rid of. Pile. Yeah, just we're moving on. You're, you're getting rid of out of your life. Yeah, get, get out of here. Get mo- scram. Nobody got time for this. No one has a moment for it. No one has a moment. So. I didn't go to that extreme. I mean, I've definitely gone through multiple phases of my minimalism because it is a journey. It's a lifestyle. It's not just, it's not like a one and done diet. It's like you have to keep it up. It's you a have practice. to, it's a practice. Yeah. It's a practice. Sorry, I had to burp. Ooh, yes. Good push. Thank you. Get that out of your life. Thank you. Scram. Don't need that either. Don't need it. So, anyway, <laughs> so the point is you go through all of your items and you ask yourself does this item serve a purpose? Do I want it? Do I need it? Do I love it? If not, bye. Does it yeah. bring me joy? No. Right. There are, you, of course, some... You can keep things that maybe don't have a utilitarian yeah. purpose. My but fucking like... spatula doesn't bring me joy, but I need it. But I need it, yeah. So that's why you ask yourself the multiple right, questions. Right. So that's kind of the Marie Kondo... You got a picture of dead grams? Bye. You can't. You don't bye. serve me. You don't serve me, Grandpa. You're gone. I'm kidding. Love you, Grandpa. And he's still here with us. So anyway... Um, but yeah, so that's in a nutshell, the Marie Kondo minimalism thing. Does it serve you? Does it serve a purpose? Do you love it? Does it bring you joy? Blah, blah, blah. Keep it. Get rid of it. So for me, I have always just had a lot of stuff, like clothes, decor, kitchen stuff, just shoes, just stuff. And I'm like... I do have shoes. It just stresses me out. So I've over the last, I want to say probably year, I've gone through. I'm I'm now currently in my phase three of my personal minimalism okay. journey, but just going through and just getting rid of stuff. So the first for many people is clothes. What is? Let's can we drill in on yeah. what your journey is so far? What are your phases and things? Because if it can be practiced many ways. Yeah. So how do you start? So for me, it's a complete overhaul times three. I'm on my third time now. So I go through, I start, you know, usually just with my clothes because Mm -hmm. that's something that they come and go easily. You know, they get worn out or you don't wear them, you don't fit them, you don't like them, whatever. So you go through your clothes. I have never taken everything out of my drawers and my closet and thrown it on my bed. I don't want all that extra work because I've got five other rooms to do (laughs) and I'm a bitch with a schedule okay <laughs> i don't have time for that i she get has it time for other things i get it i know where they are i can see like i have a few things in drawers like my yoga pants and underwear and socks Especially, like with your own belongings but most of like, the things are on my closet so i can see it right in front of me mm-hmm. so go through it i'm ruthless i am ruthless go through don't don't love you don't dress, dress do you bring me joy express. nope get out of here. don't bring me joy don't bring me joy Fucking never gonna wear. Too fat. Not thin enough yet. Haven't been in four years since I bought this. You know what? Bye. It, when, when I get there, 
I'll repurchase. You. I will repurchase because that's what I'm going to do anyway. Yeah, that's I already how I do know this that about myself. So that's how I got into this, this fucking mess. mess. <laughs> Although I've never been one to purchase stuff that's like smaller than my current size, hoping I've never done that. I've just gotten yeah, fatter, and just then I'm like, like a setup in general. Like, yeah, I will if I purchase clothes and like, oh, it's going to. Mo- First of all, clothes don't motivate me no. um, to lose weight. Just feeling like a gross land beast motivates me. <laughs> No, so I'm not gonna. I, I don't understand why people oh, would do that beast. and be like, "It's my goal weight." Now, if it's like a a wedding dress that you're doing, like it, you, you know, legitimately have to for, fit in. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or like a bridesmaid's dress. Yes. <laughs> I have no choice in the matter. But it's not necessarily gonna I'm be gonna like. Unsubscribe from your wedding. Am I gonna be small okay? and fit into these basketball shorts? Mm. <laughs> yeah, it's not. No. I'm it just, really protrudes my muffin. Just thoughts. literally going to throw you away. Yeah. <laughs> so for me, start with clothes, then I move into. Like, just jewelry, just little knickknacks in my room, in my bathroom. Oh, my God. That's another thing. I had so many toiletries and double up, you know, backup lotions and all this shit. And I'm like, nope. So, why? So, small things like jewelry. They take a very, so it's not about the space. It's not about how much space. I mean, some things maybe. Well, definitely some things when I move into like my living room and, you know. Right, but jewelry, I mean, is that okay to have a whole bunch of? Because it takes. I'm I'm not wearing it. And some of the stuff I'm just sick of looking at. So no, it doesn't bring me joy. It's clearly not serving a purpose other than taking up, you know, jewelry real estate. Jewelry that you could use for jewelry that you may actually wear. Yeah, exactly. So. And then you move into the other rooms, like the living room. I went through all like my books. I went through, you know, decor. We've talked you about. You did not my get rid of books, did you? I got rid of some. They're actually I haven't gotten rid of them. They're in the. You mean those were donating those? Yes, they're in a donate bag. I'm, okay. I didn't throw them away. I'm not a criminal. <sighs> Shit. We're gonna have to reevaluate everything. Everything. <laughs> Who the fuck are you? <laughs> no, I unless it's, unless it's like used underwear or it's something that's legit broken. I always right. donate it. Okay. The guy at Goodwill, I think it was it was like before Christmas, and they were really busy because people before Christmas were donating. Yeah, yeah. Oh, maybe it was like right after the New Year. I don't remember, but there was they were like overloaded, and I literally had a trunk full in my entire back seat full of shit that I just didn't want. I was donating, uh. and he's like, "I don't know if we can take all this." I'm like, "That's okay." I just loaded all of it onto the card. He's just standing yeah. there. I'm like, "Do you want me to help or open the door or something?" Yeah, yeah. like, <laughs> "Do you want a receipt?" No, nope. he's saying. <laughs> Take all this. I'm like, yeah, that's fine. Take it anyway. Take it. Uh, Take it anyway. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Have a blessed day. And I mean that seriously. God bless it. God bless it. So, but yeah, so just going through getting rid of the shit that you don't need. You have this, long story short, afterward, you have this just amazingly overwhelming sense of just peace and organization and cleanliness. And like for me, that is critical because I am an organized person. She's telling truths here. I, I really, She's really dropping am. truth bombs on you. And for me, that is so therapeutic and just cleansing. Mm. Like I know it sounds like a bunch of bullshit and I'm sorry if you don't believe me, but I no, am like I, genuinely I, it is cleansing for me. I it's, who don't necessarily agree with this lifestyle, that I can definitely see why And a lot of people very, don't. Very it's cleansing. totally fine. I, and I don't I don't necessarily not disagree with it. We'll get on we'll get on that right. a little bit later after we hear and about I your journey. And I think this is this is more monumental to people who have never not had stuff and who have never been in financial strain. Get out of my head. <laughs> so, please. for people who have never had a lot, 
the idea of this is just it's laughable it's ridiculous it's it's stupid like yeah you're right get rid of all your stupid you know what i mean like you don't need that to survive i get it i totally understand that but on the other hand there's people like i guess myself like i've never been like super financially set but i and but i'm a hella good sale shopper i'll tell you what 95 percent of the shit i buy is on sale on clearance i find good deal whatever so I'm like, oh, this that's is how cute. You got into and this that's mess. the problem is don't <laughs> buy something just because it's on sale. If it's something you need, want, will use, and it's on sale, that's fucking incredible. So it, 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 so it doesn't sound like, because just to touching on your point, that mm-hmm. since we're there, the train yeah. has arrived, we the, might as well the jump, train up, is here. jump off. Um, it, it's not like sort of exclusive to if you've had not had things before. Um, or like, or it's not exclusive to classes, no, or, or financial classes, no, in the sense because as you see, I mean, you can shop for, you can uh, get a good sale, yeah, but you're the overall whether you're paying a million dollars for it or five dollars for it. I mean, there it, are you're, people you're from the from every financial status that are both minimalists and hoarders, right? You know what I mean? Like my one of my great aunts was, um, she was pretty wealthy. She had a house in Palo Alto, California, which is, as we know as we know is very like literally literally right like, across the street even having right across the street from Stanford like Melissa and I would oh, go visit oh gosh yeah. yeah so yeah. I mean this is a house we'd have it we'd had in the family the for a while so gorgeous, but though. but yeah so but she I mean she did really well um with like investing and the stock market and stuff like mm. that and she was the most generous caring person I can imagine but she did just buy shit. Just like things. She loved and... shopping, and like, there's nothing wrong with that. And she was more so generous and thinking of people, but she did just buy stuff because it was on sale. She'd load up the cart. Yeah. So this is someone who's like very sort of like financially a... well off, whereas there's yeah. someone who is poor, like myself. I'm a perfect example. But it also of this. seems, when you put it that way, it seems really easy to do that because it's just like she's not dropping, she's not going to um, fucking Sotheby's or whatever and like no, but paintings, she... but but just being like. Yeah, I mean, not. and she, she was a big dollar store lady. It. Like, she didn't give yeah. a shit. Big lot. She didn't care where it was. Mm-hmm. And that was the beauty of who she is was as a Sotheby's? person. But this isn't about my aunt. Is that even anyway. real? Sotheby's? I don't know. You know what that, like, I don't know. It reminded me of that ice cream place, but I think Leatherbees. that's what? Weather, Leatherbees? Leatherbees. Leatherbees. That's not the same um, Anyhow, but, and then on the other hand, on the other side of the spectrum, there's people who are poor, like myself, who manage to with sales or not accumulate a bunch of stuff yeah i managed to somehow yeah i mean that that's why i think that's it'd be important for everyone to learn you know to to kind of practice this because so here's my minimalist journey okay i am of the i am of the always been poor i mean mm-hmm. i'm not nearly as poor as i let on right now. right and, and, yeah if i, I mean, if i quit the drinking i'd have a lot more money but who's wants to do that no one wants <laughs> no to laws see when you're drinking claws. no one, no laws when we're drinking claws um and i get a good deal they're mm-hmm. two for 550 i mean come on i like that and there's yeah. big cans right oh we just talked about sales and how you can still acquire things. hey but they're consumables yeah. so. they're consumable um but i've always been i've always been relatively poor we were quite destitute at a time in our family like mm-hmm. to where beyond poor like no lights on you know you're wearing shoes for three years and that's weird for a kid because mm-hmm. you're growing and shit doesn't give a shit that you're poor yeah those hormones keep you growing right um so i've always been and my brothers and i of course i have two older brothers if you guys didn't know that we've always um been in the same situation together however 
I held on to sort of the aspect of not having things. I, mm-hmm. I never got attached to things. Um, we talked about this like love languages. Right. Gifts is not my thing. Yeah. Don't give me anything because I, unless it's something that If I you do, s- pay one of his bills. Thank you. A consumable. Mm-hmm. Or a reoccurring subscription. Like it's, something right. like that. Why but Apple, I've Apple. never, I've never um, been in danger of collecting too many things only because I just have, don't feel that attraction to having a bunch of stuff. Yeah. And it's always stressed me out to have a bunch of stuff. And, it, and I moved like around a lot, not only as a kid, but at like, you know, early 20s and this, that, and the other. It was always like, Oh, Lisa's up. You know, you kind of move every year. You know, you're in that sort of 20 things, whatever. So like, every time you need I move, to be able to pack up and go and not now. find it a daunting task. And I don't want to have to buy a truck or, yeah. or rent a truck. So, like, I mean, like besides, the only like, thing furniture, you should have to worry about is maybe a couch and a bed. Couch, bed, dresser. Yeah. And that's sort of what I have in And my goal, honestly, my is to eliminate the dresser. Yeah. I you mean, know? why would I have a dresser and yeah, I have it now. It's fine. Do I need it? No. Right. I can easily find. So I've always, So this is why I, I approach this subject with not skepticism. I guess I should say you're just, just a from less a understanding because I'm like yeah. I've always. I mean, it, it'd be a blanket statement to be like, hey, poor people live like this all the time because they don't have shit. Mm-hmm. But um, so my brothers and I had the same upbringing. My brother that I live with now is a completely opposite of me. You he want stuff. loves things. Like, he absolutely loves them. And every time I move somewhere, I've, I've ceased moving, you know, to that, you know, at that frequency. Right. But I've all, I always get... As you get, get older, I you tend to stay in one of, place longer. Yeah, yeah. But, I, but I always get rid of stuff that I'm, I'm always prone to throwing things away that I'm like... You're not an incredibly I, sentimental person. Not yeah. at all. I yeah. mean, that there are some things Yeah, that, absolutely. So, actually, you know, maybe I am practicing this because I have a tub. You know, one of those like blue, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like a Tupperware large tub. Exactly. <laughs> um, I have one of those things or whatever, and I call it my fire tub. Okay. But if there's a fire, those are the things that I'm sentimental about that I don't want to lose in a fire. Like okay. I'll grab that tub and and run out or whatever, and I try to keep it. Periodically, I go through that thing, mm-hmm. and I'm like, as I fit, put more things into it, and I'm like, mm, not fitting. Some of these things don't need to be in here. Yeah, exactly. And so I kind of go through that. So I practice <clears throat> with that tub, but everything else, I mean, I have. You've seen all my clothes. Yeah. If you've seen me, he if has you, if like seen nine me, or ten t-shirts. Yeah. So if it. you've seen me for ten days, you've, you've seen, seen my all of my clothes, <laughs> pretty much. And I, I just, I, I really hate buying a bunch of clothes, and yeah. Um, I would love to like, I don't even want to say I'd love to have them, but so I'm already minimalist in general, I believe, but my brother is completely the opposite. So he's a consumer. Like he Yes, he is a part of the American, and so this is another segue into, it's, this needs to be practiced in America because of, we're a consumer society, and everyone just buys, buys, buys more things, buy more things, and that's how, you know, we're told that our nation keeps going so he Matt loves I mean he, he's a photographer so I can see him buy he buys a bunch of stuff for his cameras and whatever that's fine but he right. also buy just the most and that's, a, that's an issue I have like, as well we need this vacuum for this and then this vacuum for this I, why do we need two I have that same, same problem on the on the photography front like I you know right. have acquired over I mean I've been doing professional photography for like five years or so now I mean I've acquired right. that the big backdrop setup I have one of those light box things I have a whole set of little LED lights I've got all this shit it's just but like that's God. so much more that's so much more for your craft that's like a yeah so and that's, like that's the that's thing like where I need to yeah like that device. is not only a hobby of mine it is also a source of income and mm-hmm. these are necessities, tools, are tools yeah, necessities for me yeah so 
But my brother would also buy, you know, with my nephews or whatever, there was a period of time where he would, um, I don't know if this is exaggerated, it's pro- it probably is, but he loves buying gifts for um, his sons. And yeah. I, um, I heard there was a time, like I said, it's probably not this exaggerated, but there's a time where he had to buy a gift every day for them. Every day he came up from work, really? he had to buy, yeah, buy them something, not something huge, but like, come home and here's a gift and here's this and here's this and here's this. And so the boys are very much like that too. They love having things. They're a little bit, they're a little bit better than my brother is, but it's so weird that we had the same upbringing and it affected us because I'm pretty sure it's affecting us in wildly different ways. Right. And he needs to practice them. And like he can't get, so he has, we'll say a hundred movies, a okay. hundred DVDs. Who's watching DVDs anymore. I know. I have a box of about 50 DVDs I need to figure out what to do with. And he has, um, like, so many external hard drives with the same movies on those. <laughs> a backup for my backup for he my backup. He doesn't want to get rid of the DVDs. He does, And these are all, like, movies that are on Netflix now. Like, you can stream them. He doesn't want to... He doesn't even want to erase the hard drives because he's like, what if something happens and I really want to watch that movie? If something happens to where... You lose your DVDs and it's not on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Do you really need to watch this fucking movie? Like how? <laughs> and it's not a sentimental thing. It's just that he really likes things. So it's funny that to me, I'm like, only in America because we're not like China or Japan or other parts of the world where it's a what's referred to as a right to repair nation where they will repair things. And that's a really interesting thing that you just brought up because mm-hmm. in other countries, like, and I'm not necessarily talking about like, Europe or Australia. I'm talking about China, Asia, any other real place where people just have what they need. Yeah. And they're fine. And a lot of times they're fucking happier. Also, yeah, going to, I mean, just thinking about going to, like how New York, New York food shopping is very different than West Coast food shopping. If you live in Manhattan, typically you go to the store after work, you buy exactly what you're going to make that night night or that week at the most. Yeah. 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 You don't have a huge refrigerator because you don't have that much space, but you don't have a huge refrigerator. And it's it's normally like you're heading to a local market. It's not like they have a fucking Safeway. Right. You know what I mean? So with that, so with that, like you get a lot of, you know, you don't, you don't really acquire. And this is more like food stuff, but you don't really acquire that, you know, and have it all the time because yeah. you don't have that much space and, and what have you. But, um, like, consumer, you know, you would think, like, as you were saying, like, the Asian nations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They have a lot of stuff. They, I mean, and they the really Asian do have nations specifically are, are known for being minimalist. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They have always had a minimalism culture. Right. So, so. it's just so weird that us, on the, this end, as a consumer culture... I think if we were to go over there and talk about minimalism, I think they'd be like, "What? What is wrong? Like, why do you have? Why do but you I have think to exercise same, a thing?" I think at the same time you would have so much, you would have a huge sense of just relief and peace, not mm-hmm. being surrounded by and owned by all the things that you own. Yeah. You know, and I think that's. We're gonna pause. Oh. oh. For the claws. Pause for the claws. Oh, oh yeah, I love it. Um. So that's one of the things I wanted to talk about is, I guess, kind of why I'm a minimalist. And I think I feel comfortable enough now saying that I am a minimalist. Because 
before I was like, I'm dabbling with it. I love the, I love the idea of it. I love the feeling. Uh, let me go ahead and. Uh... There we go. Thank you, Jeeves. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like aside from what I said earlier, just feeling more at peace and, you know, more organized. I think just knowing everything that I own, knowing, like being able to take inventory, knowing where it is, if there comes a situation or a moment where I'm like, I need to find this now, I know exactly where it is. Mm-hmm. Organized, it's in its place. I always like the aspect it has of, a home. of not having anything, not oh, not having a bunch of stuff, and then people being like, does anyone have this? And I'm quick to be like, nope. They're like, I mean, you sure? did yes, you look? Yes, I know exactly yep, everything I own. I can catalog all the 13 that. things that I own. Granted, I, I have <laughs> been reorganizing and like, trying to put things, you know, just reorganizing. And I had mm-hmm. the other day, they were like, do you have your a stapler? I'm like, I sure do. I don't know exactly where it is at the moment, but I do know it's in this general vicinity. But it exists. <laughs> so it so. exists. So like I was doing some reorganizing. I hate looking and I have for things. To, I know, exactly. So, and also the other part of it is like, if I need to leave, I mean, and I guess coming back to the, the doomsday situation, like if yeah, I need to out. fucking bug out, if I need to leave, if, sh- if there's an earthquake that just happened and we need to get out, like whatever it is, mm-hmm. I know exactly what I need to grab, exactly where it is. I already yeah. have my bug out bag, which I want to talk about in a minute. Yeah. But for me, it's just a sense of, because I, I'm a controlling person but of myself, not of other people. Mm-hmm. But it's it's that sense of control and peace, and and it, it really has brought me a lot of happiness, honestly. And it's a happiness that isn't something that's fleeting, like when you buy something and you're happy for ten minutes and then you fucking forget about it and you're upset again. Like a child, because like you a child, a toy, and, it's and a lot of people, a, a lot then... of adults, especially in America, do that shit. Yeah. They, it, it's childlike. You buy something hoping it's going to make you happy, and I am definitely, you know, guilty of this. Yeah, I think everyone is, is yeah, guilty. Yeah, absolutely. And of course, if it's like you needed a new phone and you got a new phone, you're excited about it, and then the excitement just dwindles away. But you still and then use it's your just phone, phone. every day. It's just yeah. a phone. It's functional. Mm-hmm. But like, and that's not necessarily what I'm talking about. I'm just saying, it's it's a pure happiness and like real like, like a joy. That I feel like I look yeah. around and like when I see things that I'm looking at, it's things that I like. It's intentional. Like I love the things that I have. Like I have. I like the living life with intention. Yeah, and, and I have. Um, I have a couple of little decor items. I have a couple of nice paintings that I like. I've got my. Those bring you, but those bring you joy. My no, my fake orchids and... that make me very happy, mm-hmm. and I have this one really pretty. Um, little ornate elephant that I got at like Ross or Marshall's like elephants are my my favorite animal but I don't have elephant figurines all over the place because I I could but the one that I have and that I've kept for I don't know probably like three or so years now Mm -hmm. like it's it's got I have those little cube organizer things in my living room you know oh yeah yeah and it's got its own little cube and every time I see it it just Brings me joy. It makes me happy. Yeah. I don't need it. It if doesn't serve a purpose. If something makes you stop in other, the middle of a hectic day and go like, oh, then keep it. Yeah, I mean, that exactly. Really so gives you a feeling. You don't have to be minimal. Minimalism isn't where you just get rid of all your shit. Like, you want when you approach a, a minimalism phase, is what what I like to call them. Mm-hmm. You want to be ruthless, but you also want to be thoughtful. 
and intentional. Yeah. It's like, what, don't, what does this, don't what is this doing for get me? rid of things that have, like, real sentimental value. I mean, if it's something that you don't need, like, in your hands, but it's something you can take a picture of and save it digitally so you can look at it, mm-hmm. great. If it's something that you truly need to keep, cool. I have, like I have less, an actual... It's less about storage space and yeah. storing it, more about the feeling of just yeah. living lighter. And, and I mean... Like every single thing you have gives you joy, or even if it not, maybe it's not joy. It can be, this reminds me of something that I really overcame, and I really, you know, those sent of those sentimental yeah, things. Yeah, which like, may mean absolutely nothing to anyone else, and who yeah. gives a shit? I'd look at the elephant and be like, what the fuck? I wouldn't, because he's so cute. He's so cute. And I mean, like, I have a photo album. Like, I used to have, like, nine photo albums, but you know what I did? I delegated to one of, to Skyla, to one of the girls. She loves to help, you know, when she's in the mood. And she was like, absolutely, I'd love to go through all your pictures with you and, like, help you consolidate them. And I was like, okay, cool. Like, let's do this together thing. Let's do this. Yeah, let's go through all the pictures. I bought one nice big black. She's um, all, we're done. You're like, no, this room now. Yeah. And no. it's just full yeah, of A library photos. full of photos. <laughs> no, it wasn't that bad. But but yeah, so I, I have a bunch of photos that either people have given me or like, you know, going away gifts. People compile like a little photo album, give it to you like yeah. over the years. Here are photos of us. So I'd go through and pick which ones. And I've compiled them all into one nice, neat. And they're organized by family, friends, years. Right. The whole thing. And I'm really happy about it. Do I need all those photos? No. Do I want to keep them for sentimental I mean, value? Gonna, are they yes. going to yeah? Are they going to serve? Are they going to help you out in some way? No, but yeah. are, but do they give you a joyous feeling? And knowing that I have are. them and knowing exactly where they are and that they're all consolidated in one space makes me brings me I'm over the moon. Just yeah. that little thing. I really despise when I'm helping people move or things like that. And they're like, when did I even get that? I'm like, if you don't remember, because everything that I everything that I own, I remember exactly when I got it and why. Yeah. And it's always like, and the oh, funny, this would be nice to have. That's funny that you mentioned that because, oh, I fucking love the Hoarders show. Don't get me wrong. Oh, yeah. Like, it makes me. I'm a huge fan of It makes over, me feel so much better about my life. <laughs> right. Yeah. But, like, that, what you just said, like, they'll, you know, they always have so much trouble when everyone's, go, when the whole crew's in there trying to just go through all their stuff no and get rid of it. They didn't it. even know they had right, it. They yeah. didn't know. If they had gotten rid of it, they wouldn't have remembered. But and they then, have to go through and every then fucking they want to keep it because they're like, yeah. no, what? no, this would be You know, I could like, use this. Well, you haven't. You had it for 10 years, It was huh? stored yeah. under a bunch of rat feces and yeah. shit. Like, oh, no. no. Surprise dead body. Oh, cool. There's so your now husband. you're a murderer. <laughs> There's your husband. We haven't heard from him in 10 years. Listen but anyway. to this podcast and know how to get out. Exactly. But like, I don't know. So for me, minimalism truly is a way of life. I'm really happy with it. There's a lot of things in my life personally and in, I'm sure, a lot of other people's lives that are not going the way they want. Not perfect. Mm-hmm. But this is one thing that I do feel like I have control over and makes me happy. That's the key too. Having control, I mean, not that I know anything about minimalism, but just having, feeling in control of your life mm-hmm. and not having your things control your life or not even necessarily control them, but just having a, a, a space in your heart or mind of like, I'm in control of this. I do not need this thing. I don't, yeah. I never use this. It's sort of um, like you're going to battle with your own self yeah. to be like, what, what, why do I why do I have five extension cords? What and is going to be it's so It's really long? touched on so many different areas of my life. I mean, I it's touched on my uh, gift giving. Mm-hmm. You know, like thinking, okay, like 
my friend Lee here. He doesn't want. He doesn't want anything. He doesn't want a fucking card. I think cards are stupid. Oh, that's a while you're while we're on cards. Yeah. Whatever. I have. I throw away every single birthday card I've ever gotten, with the exception of a couple that's made into the blue tub. Yeah, I have. I have a little like a really small special, box you know, of inscription or whatever that. But, but it things. reminds me of something. Yeah. Everything else, I'm like, yay, thank you. You can go in the trash can. Yeah. I'm not like. I'm not going to be that And for me, person. like, in the event that I, like, need to write a card or just, like, a thank you card or whatever, I went on Amazon and I bought a, like, 50-pack of just, just blank, literally yeah. white, blank, like, little card stock with a white envelope. There's nothing on it. The, the actual card doesn't open. It's just a little piece of paper. That means so much more and to I can, me And I can write like... whatever I want on it and I don't have to spend $6 on a fucking Hallmark card. Yeah, and it's for, for any, non, any nondescript And I have thing, them there. I'm like... not like, oh, fuck, I have to go get a card. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. Done with that. I just, um, I, I don't know. I've always just thought of people who need to do the minimalist thing um, in a strictly, in a strictly physical aspect, not mm-hmm. a spiritual or like you know doesn't bring you joy that sort of aspect. Or whatever. I was always just like you people make me fucking sick. Like yeah. I don't understand why you would allow yourself to acquire so much stuff. And in there's the first so place much that goes into the actual psychology of acquiring stuff. I mean, I'm not. I'm not right. a psychologist. I'm not a fucking doctor. I'm not even going to touch on it. I'm just going to say that. To, I'll pretend to be one. It's just a matter of so many things, the deficiencies in your life. Like you fill brother, it up with stuff. You go shopping I, because you're lonely and yeah. bored. You know, whatever. My brother and I are two great case studies. Same mm-hmm. upbringing or whatever. I could care less about stuff. Same house. He Steve and I'm quite certain is a hoarder. He, our entire junk drawer is just full of stuff he's never going to use, but he's a very resourceful person. So I'm like, okay. Yeah, well, he, and, and they're like, maybe, you know, you might be able to use that. My brother is, um, he's very resourceful in the sense that he has, I'm trying not to disparage my brother. Um, we love you. But in the, we love you, Matt. Um, but that in, in the fact that he has, he's more of a, oh, if I need this, I'm going to go buy it. Um, less um, sort of Stephen resourceful, like, oh, if I splice this wire and put this wire in here. Yeah. Like Terrence, uh, Michelle's husband, is also very resourceful that yeah. way. I mean, they're both um, military men. Yeah. So and then, and well, my good. brother is too, but he just didn't oh, do yeah, any. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, He okay. just didn't do any tour or do anything. He, he has yeah. no, uh, he has no uh, hangups about like, oh, I'm not a real soldier. Right. It, was, it was a job, um, it but was a job. at the end of the day, like you know, our same upbringing, and then he's just like, if I need this thing, I'm gonna buy it. Right. Um, I, if I need something, I'm gonna buy it. But then Matt seems to need so many more things because he he also likes things, and he'll be like, this is so cool, like, and I'm like, why why do we need? I'm trying to think of the last like frivolous thing. Well, a lot of things are frivolous. He has two cars, and um, anyway. Um, other like there's just a, there's a couple of you know I don't know I can't remember them now but a couple of things I'm like why would you but why would you need a thing that does this when this one does the one that you already have does the exact same thing he's like it's an upgrade I'm like I think you're confusing yourself for like, <laughs> like that's how he writes it off it's uh, it, it's an up it's an upgrade and I'm like and that it's brings, making things easier that brings me to another fun fun point which is the quote unquote just in case items so. This also will eventually lead I'm us a little, into the I'm crapping. a little just in casey. So, so am I. Okay. So. Also, I feel attacked. No, 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 no. <laughs> I am, feel like I'm attacking myself because I am that way. I have toned it down considerably. Like I have so many batteries. If you need batteries, come to me. 
or, or socks. I have, he has every single socks. I have a lot of socks. But so, those are just, you know. Yeah, no, know. and and the thing is, is there's nothing wrong with just in case because that means that you are of the mindset of preparing and being a prepared person for yeah. whatever could happen. So, what, it what do you mean prepared? Prepared. What could happen? So. Certainly not doomsday. Let's let's transition into what I wanted to talk about in last week's episode is being a minimalist prepper. Prep, prep, prep. Stop. Bug out. Which I feel that I am because I've been a prepper for years, which we talked about, and I've been a minimalist now for about a year, and I have somehow managed to do both. So, well, I mean, prepping is all about minimalism. It, it if is. You're running, it, it if really you're running, is. Unless like, you're hunkering down. And that's what I want to talk to you earlier about is my um, my bug out bag or go bag or emergency, but whatever you want to call it. Bug out I, is just so cute. I went through it what's, yesterday, and I didn't have a couple of the things that I thought I had because I did get rid of some stuff. Now I'm kind of regretting it, which is one of the <coughs> ruthless, minimalist things I did. I'm like, get rid of it, get rid of it, you don't need it, you know, whatever. But, so I went through it, and I feel really good about it. And, and I think it just comes back to the whole idea of taking inventory of what you have and knowing exactly where it is. So I took yeah. everything out of the bag. I got rid of some stuff. I was like, this is extra. Don't fucking eat it. You're out. You didn't make the cut. What'd you get rid of? Um, a giant thing of sunscreen because I had two... I had two bags. I had one that was in my garage that was like the main go bag. And then yeah. another one in my room that I was meaning to put in my car for like six months. Didn't. Whatever. And, yeah, that sun, had like more clothes and stuff. So basically I consolidated. Yes, but we live in California and I'm pasty as fuck. Well, no, I no. Can't I can't mean, handle. I mean, there, are other, there are other ways on yes. the go to get. Um, you can literally cover yourself with mud. Well, if right. you're stranded somewhere. Yeah. So but that I'm the like, sun's not being on sunscreen, you. sunscreen yeah, I mean, if you have a small one for when you're trekking to your... Yeah, 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 yeah. So, went through all my stuff, feel good about it. I got... I mean, and there were clothes in one of the bags from, like, years ago, which I don't fit in anymore, unfortunately. But then I was like, you know what? Out, and these are going in the donation pile. Yeah. Don't want them, don't need them. There was a couple yoga pants in there I didn't remember I had. Mm -hmm. It's pretty exciting Those are not going to help you in that. Love yoga pants. But anyway. Those are just not going to help you in that <laughs> apocalypse. So... I mean, maybe as a tourniquet. Yeah, well, I have my whole first aid. I have, like, you know, hygiene stuff. I've got clothes. I've got tools. I've got robes. Please tell I've me you do not things. have shampoo and conditioner. I do. That is They're in tiny little be, bottles. It's not going to be a thing that, that matters. Well. Remember, bug out bags are about survival. Yes. They're not about, um. But. I don't know, I'm just, schooling you guys. I don't even have fine. any hair, so. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> I'm going to be looking like I belong in the woods if I don't have my conditioner. Yeah, you'll okay? you have you all those pretty blonde dreads for a moment. Oh, God. Before we get that true hair color coming oh, through. Jesus Christ. Okay, so anyway. You don't have hair color in your bag, do you? No, I don't. Oh, yeah, you don't do box color. <sighs> Who Jesus am I kidding? Christ. It's a professional <laughs> stuff. Um, so, yeah. So, as a minimalist prepper, I have minimal things that I actually need and will use. I don't have shelving in my garage full of canned food. Yes, I have a little bit. I have a little bit of water yeah. and a little bit of food, but that's about it. I don't I don't need a ton of stuff. It, prepping is all, I, mean, I think prepping is more gonna be 
if we're talking about minimalist prepping, it all depends on what your plan is. Mm -hmm. If your plan is to hunker down in one place, then yeah, go stock up on all of that food. And we have a shit ton of stuff in our pantry. We just don't even but if you eat need anyway. To, so it's like, I mean, but if you need to, let's say you're hunker down places, fine for two weeks. You think it's going to be fine for a year, but no, but it's only fine for two weeks, and you have to leave. You're going to have to leave that food behind anyway and take what you need. What so you can always, and what you so can fit in your bag, what you I think can you comfortably should, carry. Right. And I think you, yeah. you should, if you're prepping to stay in place, Yeah. sure, be a fucking hoarder. Get everything. Right. But if you're going to need, if you're going to leave, you should prep, I mean, for anything. So you should prep hoarding a bunch of food too. But you should also prep... Of an entirely different scenario of we need to you know get out of here. So your bug out bag and your garage stock with food are completely separate contingency plans. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, so and so I mean I in my bug out food. bag I have I have uh, power bars, beef jerky, um, those canned kind of not bar. the canned um, not those canned things, but the like the little container the packets of like tuna and like. The chicken, you know, like what would normally come in canned tuna, but it's in those little packets. Okay. It's whatever. Like the they're, star kiss. Little, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah they're yeah. just thin and streamlined, and they're like a one meal kind of thing, Never but they're not those. in this giant can. It weighs far less. It's easier yeah. to pack and shove a bunch of them in it, that kind of thing. But careful with your food. Is that is that really going to keep, for how long is that going to keep for? And yeah, that's, not to, that's, not no, 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 the that's the thing, thing is like, like you need to rotate it, go through it, whatever. Mm-hmm. So... Being a prepper is one thing. Being a minimalist is another. Being a minimalist prepper is a whole other thing. And if that's something that interests you, fucking reach out. Let us know if you have any questions. Yeah. Like, I'm happy to answer. I just but, never thought. I, I mean, it's something that it's unique to each person and what your what what are your intentions. It's all intentional. Right. Yeah. And that's so, a, it's I mean, all intention. It's all intentional. Close the loop there. Close the ring. Sure did. Yep, it sure is. Oh, well now I'm gonna go and get rid of all I'm you know, I'm gonna go down to eleven items. Thirteen is far too many. Far too many. Far too many. No, I'm but I like your I like your, your fire tub or whatever idea. I mean mine is I have a um I know what I would grab, I'd grab my bug out bag mm-hmm. and I have stuff in there for the dogs and, and whatever. Grab the dogs. I'd grab, not that I would need it, but my laptop, phone, just mm-hmm. because. And then I, I have a, a little small portfolio thing with, like, important documents that are wrapped in a Ziploc bag so they mm. don't get wet. Like my and I have my, I have passport, my um, birth certificate, some cash. That I have a bag inside of the fire thing mm-hmm. that if I do, if I am bugging out, I'm grabbing only that. Letters, there's some really sentimental letters that are another, in there, but, I'm, but the rest I'm like, oh, I'm going to miss you, but I got to go. Cause... Another really good idea, which I haven't done yet, which is on my list. I told you, it's phases. Don't wait till it's too late. <laughs> um, is to get uh, information from your computer, whether it's important documents or tax information, whatever it is, and put it on a little flash drive mm-hmm. and throw it in your bag. Yeah. So you have it. You know, I'll, I will keep all my electronics regardless if we have electricity or not. Yeah, Only because no, I mean, a, a phone I mean, you can yeah, use that as a mirror as thing, a you can use it as signal, flashlight, I this mean, Apple Watch, boop, boop, boop. Yeah, so, and, there's so, and you never know. I mean, if you have to vacate your house, if you have to bug out or go and you end up on the other side of the country, like, and eventually things start to pan out and work, you're gonna want your laptop, you're gonna want your. 
I would. I mean, I'm, I'm the opposite. I would say leave your leave your laptop. That just that, to you me, don't have to bring it. Sense. I'm just saying. It all depends. It, it I'm all, saying it, if I'm bugging out no, in the no, fucking no. woods, fine. But if I'm getting in a car and we're it depends on the emergency. Yeah, for sure. I'm bringing. If the world has gone to shit and there is no hope of ever in a lifetime, it's like leave your laptop. That's not really gonna. Or carry it as long as you can. Yeah. Because you're going to have to get rid of stuff on the way anyway. Yeah. But you never know what's going to, you know, like electronics have a lot of great components in them. I know for a fact I can smash this um, phone and use that glass to cut something. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, you know, phone, something easily portable, but I, I get what you're saying that. But at the same time, I have at least three multi-use gadgets in my bag that will do that same thing so I right. don't have to ruin my phone. But yes. So I mean, I see your doomsday and mine are totally different. My doomsday is like, it's never going to be this way ever again. So all the stuff, vigilante witch. I'm like, I'm just waiting for society to collapse so I can really show my powers. <laughs> Until then, just I'll be a minimalist. <laughs> Until then, <laughs> I'll yeah. Be ready and to that's go. the other thing too is I need to work on like actual like skills, not just and yeah. having a bag. I mean, more skills equals less weight. Yeah. But if you're, really? you know, if you guys want to be a minimalist, I, I implore not even the minimal, I implore you to go through your stuff, whether we call it minimalist lifestyle or not. Whatever you do, just do it, it with intention. Yeah. If it doesn't, if it doesn't, if that thing doesn't have intention or and you when don't you, get it with intention, don't, it When you so actually good. start truly wholeheartedly applying intention to the things you own and the things that you do, you will see a difference. I promise you. You will see things in a whole different light that you didn't think you wanted to. You didn't think you could see it that way. You will. I just say stay poor, people. Stay poor. Ooh, fucking act like you're poor. You won't be buying shit. You're, and that's the other beauty of minimalism. You're not buying a bunch of shit. You're saving money. And for those of you who are like poor like us, yeah. you fucking need that. Use that money on consumables. Yeah, like white use it claws. on something that's important to you. Like white claws. Or things that are important to you. Yes, like white. But anyway. Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks for joining us. I'm done. Anyway. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was just talking. She's for minimalizing. Someone. She's done. I'm done. She's taking herself out of our lives. Uh, well, thanks for listening, everyone. Yes. Thank you. Go through your shit. Don't burn all of it. But if it doesn't give you some sort of spark of anything, if you it want some inspiration, uh, I have watched hours of YouTube on just minimalism videos. Oh. And. Uh, it's been nice and it's also kind of cathartic watching people like go you know how they like time lapse the videos where they yeah. like speed it up and they're just getting rid of all that's their shit that's your crazy organizational that's what you like that's, you're just like oh my god I'm looking so organized oh my god it's so clean and pretty and I'm just like the people are so stuff. stupid you should never, never had this shit in the first freaking place so yeah. bye alright anyway. love you guys alright love you stay men prepper bye yeah stay men <laughs> <laughs> bye bye <laughs>